It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Have you been waiting for me, or did you make a promise to a friend who knew a stranger who was a cousin of mine who made you promise that you would listen? Either way, either way, I'm glad to have you. I, 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 I've, got, I've got some good news, and I got some better news. Which one you want first? <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. Nothing? Okay, I'll choose. Uh, How about the better news first? Okay, the better news is you are dumb. Now, the good news is that 99% of the people who go prematurely blind from reading too much are smart. Sorry, yes. Yeah, you're not really dumb. But you are emotional. And you know, in, in our society, some people equate the two as the same. They think being emotional is dumb. And they think that dumb people are often overly emotional. I'd love to put that word in front of it, right? Overly emotional. Matter of fact, we have such disrespect, so much disrespect for emotionalism that we generally equate it as being a problem of women. It's a great way to remain a chauvinism. Well, I understand that women are more emotional than men. It's a, it's a way you can stick a finger in there and poke them in the gizzard without without coming across as unenlightened uh, coming coming across as an unenlightened hedonistic door knocker. Emotional. Of course, men are men are men are men are not emotional. A bunch of guys hanging out the bowling alley don't burst into cheers and tears over one of their buddies making an 810 split. Uh, men w- would never pout for a week because their team lost the Super Bowl. We equate this, and it happens early on. We equate emotionalism with weakness, and therefore we equate weakness with women, and we equate women with not being quite up to the game. What is the game? The game is not earth. The game is, is, is not life. It's, it's a renaming of the game. It's called dominance. And because we think men are much more capable of being dominating, we think it's a man's world. It's a man's world. The realism is a man's world because women are emotional and men dominate more. Because men can dominate more, they will always be on 
top, as it were. But the truth of the matter is we were all, we're all emotional. Look at it this way. You were born crying. You came out of the dark cave and slid down the human slippery slide and landed on your butt, and the first thing you did was you squalled. We even have a word for it. That was your first expression to earth. Excuse me, you've just been born. What do you think? Everybody had the same reaction. We're not worried about babies when they're born and they cry. We're worried about babies when they don't cry. Matter of fact, we stand around admiringly and go, listen to the set of lungs on that one. He's emotional. He's, he's, he's born. You're born. I'm born. We're unhappy with it. We were content. Everything was fine, and suddenly it's not. That's what, that, that's what our emotions are about. Our emotions are there like a barometer to say, hey, something's changed. We suddenly have had a temperature change. There suddenly is something different in your life. Please take note. Otherwise, the brain just sits up there and punches the time clock and shows up for the, the meetings and never warns you about problems or yearnings or things you want to do. It's the emotions that say something's not right. Something's, something's wacky here. I'm being born and I'm pissed. I'm alive, though. Don't tell me I'm not alive. I am alive, but I'm I'm pissed. My lungs are clear, and the first thing I do is I emote. Well, for a long time, am I right? It's, it's, it's not just, well, he cried for two days, and after that, he started learning to read. No, 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 no. Years, maybe four, maybe up to five years, that whenever we wanted something, whenever we yearned for something, whenever... Whenever it crossed our minds, we cried. The first time they set asparagus on the table, it made us emotional. <laughs> oh, God, why have you forsaken me? We are emotional about everything until we're five years old. That's why we consider emotion sometimes to be immature, because you know how kids are. They're just always bouncing from here and bouncing from there. But so are we. We just worked really hard to pretend that we're not upset. After we cry, we realize, well, we can start pointing at things, you know, at the store. Ah! Still a little emotion with it, but now it's got... It's got a gesture with it, a finger pointing. Then we suddenly develop the ability to speak paragraphs, to speak what we want. The brain suddenly kicks in and says, well, you don't need to emote so much. Let me organize a paragraph here of thoughts that might make your cause better where we can kind of judge mom and dad's 
mood based upon our extensive five and a half year experience and find a better way to phrase it. Oh, mom and dad, what would I do without you guys? You're so special. You know what would make it even special? If we celebrate this tender moment here we are having with hot fudge sundays. What do you think? What do you what what's, what's, what's you thinking here, mom and dad? So we we start speaking what we want, but then we find out when we're speaking that sometimes our speaking doesn't work. And we find out the reason it doesn't work is because truth doesn't always get you what you want. Truth is only the truth. It's the correctness of the moment. It's, it's, it's the speech of the reality. And sometimes that doesn't work. Did you break that, 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 that thing in the bathroom? Yeah, I did. Well, uh, I'm going to have to punish you. I'll get to that later. And then they leave the room, but there's no hot fudge Sundays or anything. But, you know, if you learn to lie, no, why would you think that? Mom, if I broke the thing, the thing, well, I don't even know what thing you're talking about, but that, whatever that is in the bathroom, would I not come and tell you? <gasps> you hurt me. We find out that lying is very effective. It lays in the words in a new way to where they always wiggle to make us look fantastic. Absolutely amazing. So we learn to lie. Now, see, here's, here's the problem. When lying starts in, the emotions get very, very upset because they know the truth. And they keep trying to get the conscience to tell the brain to speak the truth. And the brain's going, I'm sorry. <laughs> this lying thing is working like crazy. <laughs> I wish we'd have thought of it earlier. So we learn to lie. And then when we learn to lie, we learn to hide. Because now our emotions are upset. Now the brain and the emotions are having battle with one another. you got to understand. Here, here's a simple way of understanding. The brain is a place for storing history. The emotions are in the mood to make history. <laughs> the brain will tell you what seems to work, what seems to be in order, the knowledge we presently have, that what's available in, in impulses. The, 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 the emotions want to make history. They want to try things. They want to, they want to yearn. They want to express. These two things do not work. Matter of fact, it's almost what you might call like two minds working inside you, a double-minded situation where they're fighting with each other. The past history is fighting with a part of you that wants to make history. To make history, you have to be more honest. You can't hide out. You can't, you can't pretend you don't understand. You can't, you can't uh, tuck away your feelings. You have to share them. Otherwise, it's not clear what you're doing. So because you start hiding out, then you discover you can manipulate 
You can cheat on people. You can twist them. You can. You think you make can make them do exactly what you want them to do. Yeah, if I say this at just the right minute, and I give this at just the right moment, then the end result will be this. So after a while, after we learn how to manipulate, then we become absolutely convinced that everybody in the world is fucked up. So, well, of course, since we know privately that we are fucked up, <laughs> you must be too, because you ain't better than me. And because we know we are we know that we are hiding and that we're manipulating things in life and we're disguising our true emotions, we become resistant to people's affection. We become re resistant to new ideas. We become resistant to, to camaraderie with others. We become resistant to accepting the race and the ideas and the culture and the feelings of those people around us because we don't trust anybody, because we know we can't trust ourselves, because we won't even listen to our own hearts. It is at this point that we are desperately in need of an experience of purity. But by this time, purity is a joke, right? Purity? Matter of fact, we read a carton of milk and it says 100% pure milk. I'll bet. I'll bet there's some oil in there somewhere. We're completely jaded by the fact that we have closed our ears and our soul to our own emotions, our own feelings, our own questioning, our own desire to make history, our own inklings, our own extra sense, if you will, that something needs to be done. So we're jaded by that, so we, we don't believe in purity. What is purity? It's getting back to what we feel and expressing it the best way we can. Maybe we're not very good at it right now. That's okay. That's okay. Give me a hacked up job. Just stop thinking you can manipulate me, okay? Give me a crappy, screwed up presentation. Make it as awkward as you want to make it. I don't care. Just don't pretend that you can manipulate me anymore. And here's what I believe. I don't know whether you believe in God or not. I don't really care. You know, we can sit around, people sit around for hours de debating something that's far out of their mental pay grade. But if there is a God, he's going to honor purity because he's going to be a scientist because he created. And he's going to be a humanist because he made humans and he understands that we are heart creatures. We are emotional primarily and first of all, above all else, we are emotional heart feeling creatures who need to feel our way in life. We can't think our way. We, th we, we, have a, we have a desire to believe. We can create education that makes us think, and then we'll all be better. Then you have the religious, what we need is God. We need God. When we get God, everything will be all right. Then the people who believe in exercise, all you have to do 
is work out for 30 minutes every morning and you'll feel wonderful. And meanwhile, our emotions are sitting there going, I, 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 excuse me, I'm crapped out here. I, um, nobody's listening to me. I haven't expressed myself for weeks. And I have no purity. Because I have to see God, even if there is no God. I have to envision a God in life, even if, even if I don't believe in a God in life. I need somebody who believes with me that if I can find the purity of my emotions and express who I really am, that it's going to be a good thing. Not that I'm going to be made fun of. Not that I'm going to be, boy, you're a little bit of a wussy, a kind of a girly girl, aren't you there? <laughs> Crying and sharing thoughts. What's with you? Have you gone nuts, big boy? I've got to believe in God, if for no other reason, that I can't find my heart without that. I'm taught to disguise my emotions behind manipulation. And when I find my purity through feeling my way with my emotions, I can see God. And then I can find peace. What is peace? Peace is when you notice that the world's at war. Peace is not when you sit around your house and go, Wow, I just meditated for 15 minutes, and golly gee, I think I saw the angel from the 12th precipice. Peace is when you really get an understanding that the whole world is at war, and your job is to make peace, is to bring a sense of sanity and bring a sense of reason back to life. Yes, yes, you have truly been taught. And I, I, I have truly been taught since I was a little, little, little pecker. I've been taught that I am not supposed to be emotional. I am not supposed to feel that it makes me seem weak. I've been taught that emotions betray me and make me too vulnerable, perhaps even make me kind of womanly. And that that, that feeling thing is like a chick flick, you know, where you sit around and cry over love. And I'm ashamed of it. So what is this heart thing? What is, since we're heart creatures, what is heart? Here's what heart does. Here's what our heart does. Here's what our emotions do. Starting with that first slide out of the mama's womb, when the first thing we did was cry. And we didn't want to stop because we didn't see any reason to stop because nothing was particularly appealing at that point. But heart makes me feel. It makes me feel. It makes me drive down the road. And when I see somebody holding a sign that says, we'll work for food, I don't go, bum. Instead, I go, hmm, what would that be like? What would that be like? 
to hang out all day in the sunshine holding out a box for donations. It, it makes me want to draw close. Having a heart makes me want to draw close. You know what I'm talking about? It's a, those times when you're sitting in the room with someone you love and you've got this sudden urge to walk over there and hug them or, or you know, kiss them on the cheek or look them in the eyes and, and just appreciate them. And then something blocks it. You know, some, oh, that's silly, you know. They won't understand what you're doing. They'll say, they'll think you're crazy. You know, but instead of hearing those negative voices of your culture and your upbringing, you just stand up and you walk over there and you draw close and you give them a good kiss or you give them a hug or you say, nice job, or I'm so proud of you. I couldn't be prouder to be with you than I am now. It makes, it makes you draw close and it makes you, Plead for honesty. You begin to want to tell people what you're feeling, and, and even if it's wrong. You know, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. And sometimes there's nothing right about being right. What makes right and wrong in our lives is that it's true. It's truthful to the moment. It pleads for honesty. First beginning with myself and then encouraging you to do the same with me because it wants to express without fear yeah i get afraid to be emotional i get uh, i get afraid you know to shed those tears when i'm watching the last part of a movie wondering if anybody else in the room is going to well up is it just going to be the women and me oh no you know getting rid of that fear to express my heart. It believes in resolution. The human heart, the human emotions, really the reason they scream so loud, the reason they object so much, is because they still believe that there's a possibility things can be good and that those dreams that were hatched when we were 12 or 13 years old are not really dead. They're just sleeping beneath our apathy. And it doesn't just believe in resolution. It believes in the fact that we're human. Without apology. Without addendum. Without any sense that the God, if he's somewhere out there, is really angry that we're human and hates our flesh and hates our desires and hates the way we think and hates the way we feel it but instead relishes our indecisions he relishes our weaknesses and wants to join us on this journey You are a heart creature. You came into this world squalling. You can leave this world in purity and peace. It's up to you. It's going to be whether or not you allow your emotions to speak, even whether they're right or whether they're wrong makes no difference. It's up to you. The good news is, the good news is, God loves humans 
especially if they'll feel their way. The better news is, you and I just happen to be human. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.